This is the picnic pod with Georgia and Alex. I'm not trying to justify why I'm trying to That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the picnic pod. Today, you are joined by Georgia and myself. And today, like episode- always, <laughs> well, not in a few weeks time, I'll be a little. Oh, she's putting the teaser out there. <laughs> I gotta start again. <laughs> Yeah, so today's episode is going to be all about social media and how it has an impact on our mental health and our happiness. Hmm. But before we get into that, (laughs) as always, we're going to do our little weekly check-in. So, Georgia, Mm -hmm. how are you going this week? Um, How's my week been? It's been pretty good. I can't believe it's Thursday, but we're recording on a Thursday at the moment. Um, I've been, so I'm back from Bundaberg. I went to uni on Monday, smashed out a lot of work for my research project this year, which has been a little bit exciting because we're pretty much about to release the online survey and start recruitment and things like that. Um, So that's consumed quite a lot of me, but we've actually been working a lot this week on the podcast. Obviously, we're back. We're having a bit of a break on placement. So, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of behind the scenes work, I guess. And, yeah, I think I'm feeling pretty good this week. It's been nice to be back with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How about you? Yeah, this week's been really good. Um, I agree. It's been lots of fun getting back into all the podcast stuff because it was definitely – it was our first time doing it like remotely and apart from each other. So mm. it was kind of, it wasn't too bad, but I mean, it's definitely more fun doing it. What? We spent like six hours trying to figure it out. Oh yeah, that's right. The Zencaster thing. I think I just like tried to erase that from my mind, maybe. Oh, that's a story <laughs> for another day. Um, okay, so it was pretty tricky on one of the days. <laughs> but then when we set it up on Zoom, it was fine. Mm. But it's definitely more fun being together. Oh, yeah. And recording it. For sure. Um, and on the weekend just past me and my partner Dylan went and played tennis at these like oh, yeah, random right. tennis courts in town so that was really fun because we played tennis when we're at Hamilton Island just Mm. like for fun and um we really liked it so we were like lol let's just yeah Tristan and I used to play play tennis tennis. a lot in Brisbane but this summer has just been so hot that we haven't really been doing it as much as we had liked so shout out to tennis because it is fun. fun yeah oh good did you have a recommendation for this week I do have a recommendation. This week it is a TV show and it is Daisy Jones and the Six. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, It's a TV show. It's based on a book about this band in the 70s. And they broke up and it's kind of flashbacks from now them doing an interview about, I guess, why they broke up. And then flashing mm. back to them in the 70s. It's Wait, are they a real band? No. Oh. But it's really cool because, like, they actually mm. have, like, released the album and everything of, like, the album that they're playing in the Really? Movie. Yeah. I heard them talking about Shameless, but I obviously didn't really listen to it. Yeah. Well. It's actually a really, really good show. I did buy the book. I really want to read the book because mm. I know the book is meant to also be really, really good. But 
yeah, it's just a really fun show. The music's really cool. I'm really enjoying it. So that is my recommendation for the week. Nice. What about you? Again, mine sounds very boring compared to that. <laughs> um, mine's a, an app, I guess, technically. Mm-hmm. It's called Widget Cal. Oh. <laughs> it's really good. And I always talk about this to people who always are like, I just hate the Apple calendar, you know, like mm-hmm. the iCloud calendar. Yeah, yeah. So, I've guys. Got, you got me onto Widget Exactly. Cal. Thank you. And I've got plenty of other people on it too. So, shout out to me. Um, <laughs> this app is a widget that you can put onto your home screen on your phone. And it does sync up with your iCloud calendar, which is what I like because I still use the Apple calendar for my laptop and things. So, what happens is if you can put an event on into your calendar, say on my laptop, it will sync obviously to your phone, but then also to this visual kind of format of the calendar. And because if you are obsessed with calendars like me, I set everything in like color coding kind of sections. And instead of just looking at dots on the Apple app which is just useless you can see everything in a nice um format yeah because when you're on your phone it doesn't actually tell you what's happening on each day it just has like a dot and you have to like physically click yeah on each day to see what it is but yeah on the widget cal it's got like the overview like on your laptop yeah it's really good yeah i got it like i want to say four years ago i reckon i was like early on into it (laughs) (laughs) she's cool (laughs) anyway that's my recommendation so choose what you want you can either watch a show or download an app (laughs) or both or both choose your favorite (laughs) (laughs) all righty well as alex said before today's episode is going to be a chance for us oh wow so that's so weirdly for us to discuss social media what we consume but also our the impact that it has on our happiness um so often I'm always looking at my screen time whether I like it or not um particularly because every device that I own will bring up that notification I think it's on like a Sunday night or something Mm. it says like your weekly screen time which is frightening but I've tried a few different things and we'll go into it later um but yeah I (laughs) I'm always just like surprised at how much time I am spending on my phone so um I guess that links in with you know what I actually am looking at on my phone which is often well it is I know for a fact it's always social media that's making me like I'm spending the most time on social media yeah um it's just super hard though to escape screen time and I did a story on this a few months ago actually on my Instagram and I had a lot of people respond because I feel like it's really you know we're told constantly like reduce your screen time screen time's bad but it's so hard for us especially with our uni with our jobs or our entertainment like it's always going to be revolving around a screen so um the list goes on I guess on what we use screens for but I just wanted to acknowledge that we both know how hard is it how hard it is to escape screen time but there are different ways you can <laughs> There are different ways you can es- escape screen time, um, but we were particularly focusing on the social media part of it. Yeah. I think like in regards to that like notification that you get that tells you how much screen time, I know that you can like limit, like set mm. kind of a thing that comes up and says like you've used up all of your like Instagram yeah. time for the day. And I did do that and I was going so over it and I literally had to remove it. I was just like... 
so it's no like I'm yeah I still have the time limits on but I ignore them yeah I felt bad probably 90% so of the time like completely removed them <laughs> um but you know it's definitely pretty depressing how I guess dependent we are on like our phones mm. and screens but I feel like if we didn't have them I mean obviously People have survived a very long yeah. time without it. Yeah. But I feel like we're just so deep into it all mm. now. If it got taken away, like all this technology, I just feel like everyone would feel so lost. But I mean, it's really sad because we are so addicted to our screens, computers, phones, mm-hmm. all this sort of technology. But, you know, there is so much research out there that does show that that increased screen time has such a negative impact on our mental health and our physical health as well. Mm. Um, it's just so hard to put away the screens when it is such like a big part yeah. of our culture and our generation. So it's really quite a tricky, a tricky topic. It is. Yeah. And I think we were quite lucky to have just kind of missed that era where our childhoods weren't taken over by technology. Um, and you know, like I remember in school, we had like full dedicated lessons to learning how to use a computer and like those interactive whiteboards were like the coolest thing to like land on this earth. I felt like when I was in grade two or no, grade three, I think it was. And now you look at just what kids these days have access to I get very alarmed by and I worry a lot about when I am a parent how I'm going to navigate that whole world um but on the flip side it's also really cool to see just how humans have had to adapt to it and we just have to accept that as well yeah I think it's really interesting because I feel like when we were younger while we still had I guess screens like you know it was like I had my DS like I would go oh, to my yeah. friend's house and you go on your DS all the time mm. or like you'd play on the Wii like there's like all the gaming consoles and I feel like you'd go there was still like computer games and mm. stuff that you would play but I feel like a lot of kids nowadays have access to social media that we definitely didn't have no. when we were younger yeah um so that's also pretty alarming as well because I mean Yes, um, screen time is any kind of screen time does have that negative effect. But I think social media in particular Mm. really has that negative mental health effect. So, yeah, it's definitely pretty alarming that this generation of children, you know, they're getting onto social media a lot younger than what Mm. we did. Yeah, so young. I remember I used to do dance teaching um to like grade three students so they very very little yeah no sorry not grade three they were prep prep in grade one sorry oh yeah so like way off yeah yeah and that was when I was in like I was age 19 so I was obviously a lot younger then too but they already had snapchat and they had phones and I was like aren't you in prep like how do you have these devices and I mean that's just something that blew me away because I did not have an access to a mobile phone, I reckon, till grade. Oh, I can't even remember. I think the first phone I had was when I needed it for the bus from school. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what I had as well. And it was like a Motorola flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really do yeah, a whole didn't lot do on much. anyway. Play Snake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's pretty crazy. And I think we, like, we are so young, but the fact that the phone has just changed 
yeah. that much in a very, very short amount of time. It's freaky, but it's also really amazing to know yeah. that we, you know, people have created things like that. Okay, well, how about we dive a bit deeper into our own personal use, I guess, of social media um, and screen time. How do you kind of feel about your social media consumption or screen time, Alex? Um, I know it's pretty high. I'll have a look at it now. Oh, are we disclosing it? Yeah, I'm going to disclose it. Mm, mine's going to be very high this week because we've been doing a lot of work. Um, okay, so let me do maybe last week. So it's like a full week. So last week was... My average was (laughs) four hours and 57 minutes a day, which I feel is high, but definitely not my highest. Like the week Mm. before that was five hours and 53 minutes average a day, (laughs) which is so bad. Literally eight hours on TikTok. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's scary. And I think I almost hate well everyone hates checking it because when you look at what apps you're spending your most time on it's weird though because this week I've spent so much time on maps <laughs> so yeah saying that I was spent a like, lot of mine was the last couple weeks that's because I was in Brisbane for placement and I yeah didn't know how to get anywhere <laughs> so every time I got in my car I was like maps 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 see currently my daily average is oh this is sorry but it's 10% up from last week so there we go four hours and 50 minutes but yeah travel was three hours mm. but the big kind of sh- not shock it's not a shock at all but socials that category 13 hours is this my last week? yeah mine was 17 hours wait 13 hours daily average no 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 total average across the week so you spent 13 hours on social media damn <laughs> I spent 17 hours. It's really bad. It is bad. It's anyway, so bad. we're being honest here. And um, look, I'm not proud of that, but I'm not trying to justify. Well, I am trying to justify. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I was going to mention this later, but I feel like this is not at all trying to sound like I'm better than everyone because I just like don't watch TV. And I feel like majority of my downtime at home when usually people are spending it watching movies or TV shows you're on your phone on my phone yeah yeah See, i don't know why i had to put that in <laughs> me just trying to justify to everyone by the screen time um i mean yeah my screen time's definitely very high um it's definitely been worse in the past i feel like i'm slowly slowly getting better mm. like there was a time when i think it would be like seven hours average a day and like yeah mm. it's not good um but i just feel like you never really actually realize how much time you're spending on your phone. Like I don't look back at my day and be like, yeah, I spent about four hours on my phone. No way. Like it just doesn't feel that long. But I remember it's funny you saying about how you don't um, like watch the TV and stuff Mm. because I do. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. I saw this meme one time on um, every week the Shameless podcast does – like shit posts that oh, they put yeah. on their Instagram. Yeah. And there was one that they posted and it said something and it was like taking in five sources of media at once to prevent the chance of a thought occurring or like <laughs> something like that. And I literally lost it because I was like, that yes. is legitimately me. Like 
I'll be watching a TV show whilst also doing like work on my laptop, laptop. whilst also scrolling through. Like I just have so much. Yeah. So many sources of Around. media going on at once. Yeah. It and is I so just, true though. Cause you know, we've got our <laughs> Apple watches, we've got our phones yeah. then we, and we are very, we just love our Apple. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bad, but yeah, like they know what they're doing. Mr. Apple over there is yeah. just Mr. Apple. They know what they're doing and they've gotten us good. But, yeah, it's so true. Like, we we can't just sit down and do one task, I no. feel. Like, you yeah. have to always have something going on. Look, that's a conversation for another day. I feel like attention deficits is a huge topic that I don't feel too comfortable talking about. I just don't, <laughs> don't think I can comment much because I don't have much expertise in it. But... Social media, what we can contribute to the discussion is how it's had an impact on Alex and I and what we've done to kind of overcome some of the the negative impacts of it. Yeah, so I feel like it's so tricky to navigate screen time and social media because it is so deeply ingrained into our culture at the moment you know it's how we stay connected with our friends and family um it's how we know what's going on in the world like I don't watch the news I essentially get my news from um you know accounts like the daily Oz and stuff like that on Instagram or like I have the ABC news app that I get notifications on like it's all through your phone my phone essentially Mm um and so I think it's really hard to try and limit that as well because, you know, I feel like as a generation we all want to know everything that's happening in the world mm-hmm. as soon as it's happened all the time. Mm. Um, it's kind of like intense FOMO. Like you just you want to know yeah. what's happening right now, when it's happening, and you just feel lost if you don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it is sad and I think, a lot, look, if like our parents or whatever would listen to this, I'm sure they might, but – we do sound a little bit pathetic when we say these things, but it's just how we've grown up. And I think like that concept of having things instantly is so important to young people like us. Like you see now on TikTok, that is like a huge source of news for young people because if it's not on TikTok, we won't know about it or Instagram, for example. And yeah, I agree. I love the page, The Daily, because it's like the perfect dose of news Yeah, in an easy-to-read way. And I, I go over to my grandma's house and I see them watching the news on the TV and it just seems like prehistoric. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is just so weird to think that we don't do this anymore. Or like newspapers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything now has got to be like quick, accessible. Yeah. I need to know it now in yeah. less than like five minutes. Yeah, and it's quite... I. I have to sometimes take a step back and go, whoa, like, am I even going to, you know, a newsreader is going to be a thing in like 50 or 20 years? Mm. Like, it's just crazy to think yeah. how is this all going to kind of change. change? Again, yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I think go off to anyone who still reads a newspaper or <laughs> watches yeah. the news on the TV. I think that's fine. But also <laughs> it's just so negative. Oh, anyway, that's another discussion. Um. I know like in terms of social media and how that's had an effect on my happiness, mm-hmm. um, I know one thing that's really helped me, which is something that I feel is always said by literally everyone <laughs> when people say like that 
you know, social media is affecting their mental health poorly mm. is to like unfollow people that don't add any value. Yeah. But I did that a couple years ago. Um, and I definitely still now, I always catch myself following people and I'm just like, do I really need to actually be following this person? Mm. Like I can kind of step back now and be like, yeah, okay, they actually are really not the best person for yeah. me following. So I yep. do unfollow. Yeah. But I know I did a massive cull a couple of years ago. Mm, same. Um, of people that I was just like, yeah, they're really just not mm. adding any positive value yeah. um, to my like media consumption, which I think is really tricky because, you know, some people that you follow don't necessarily add value as such but you know you follow them because you really like their clothes or their Mm. lifestyle yeah so that's why I would like continue to follow them but yeah really I feel like you have to step back and you know even though you really like their lifestyle and stuff it's like but is their lifestyle impacting like Mm. seeing that someone else has this lifestyle that is not realistic for me Mm. is that is seeing that really actually Mm. negatively impacting me. Like, even though I'm like, oh, I love this. Like, I love her photos or blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, is it actually good for me to be seeing that? Yeah, it's really tricky. I think it's a very fine line because it's more than okay to have inspiration in front of you. Yeah. But it's the, is it inspiration or is it just that comparison? Or is it like unrealistic? You know, it's more than okay for people to dream. You know, I follow people that I'm like, can't wait until I can drive that car one day. Or I can have a house that looks like that. And for sure, Instagram is honestly the number one app I use on my phone because I just really like it. And I don't want to sound cringy, but I just think I get so much inspiration from it. And it is enjoyable for me to scroll and scroll and scroll and kind of consume everything on it you know regarding travel or new destinations I haven't seen or a yeah. cool Airbnb fashion house inspiration like I love all that stuff yeah and for me I don't read magazines and I don't watch the tv so Instagram's where I source all of that from yeah but it is really tricky because I have followed people in the past thinking that it's more of a oh you know how awesome is that I want to look like them one day or have their clothes and then I've had to stay, you know, take a step back and go, I'm not really following them for the right reasons. It's honestly just making me feel more crap about myself. Yeah. Because, yeah, when you think about your context and your situation, or, you know, when I, for me anyway, I used to get very down about, you know, not being able to afford that T-shirt that that girl was wearing. Yeah. Or I really love her outfit, but, oh, my God, I'd never be able to buy all those clothes. Yeah. And then when you're just repetitively being reminded of that, it does get you down so I think having a big cull of who you're following and to be honest I haven't really noticed it you know when I just it's such an easy action to click unfollow I haven't found myself being like I wonder what so-and-so is doing now (laughs) I feel like when I was like doing that massive cull I was just like oh I don't really want to unfollow because I do really like their photos but then it's like well it's been two years and I literally Mm. have never had a single thought about that person yeah yeah, I feel like it's hard when you go to do it, but then once you've actually done it, it's definitely a lot better. Mm. Um, but I think it's really hard because, again, I think especially with our generation and, like, those growing up around social media, we just all want things that we don't have because mm. we have access to being able to see those things that we don't have. Um And I think that definitely stems from being able to follow those people on social media, like, I guess, 
mainly influencers mm. that are getting a lot of these things for free or they're gifted or they're advertisements. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're getting paid to do a lot of that stuff. Mm. Um, and, you know, I feel like it kind of is setting that unrealistic standard because I feel like we forget mm. as consumers of that media that that is their, their job. Their job. Yeah. It's a business. Mm. And I feel like to us it's just like, oh, wow, like that's just their life and they're yeah. just getting all these clothes and stuff. It's like, well, that's their job. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's really hard on social media to be able to – separate the two and really acknowledge that what they're doing is their job it's marketing it's Mm. brand advertisement it's not actually you know their day-to-day life yeah yeah and it's interesting hey because I use Instagram for my, you know, nutrition page, which yeah. ultimately is a business and yeah. we've got it as a tool for this podcast yeah. to help promote it. And of course people use Instagram for different reasons. Um, but yeah, I think after I unfollowed everyone or not everyone, I still follow obviously lots of people, but the people that I, you know, used to just look at say in a bikini and I was like, I'm looking at this, not going Wow, like, <laughs> I mean, of course I was Yeah, somewhat, like it is not having a positive effect. No, it was just making me think about my body even more. Um, and that's obviously one example. So there's heaps more. So, yeah, if you haven't or if you need a sign to unfollow someone that you deep down know is kind of making you feel a little bit shitty, now is the time to unfollow. Click the button. Um, yeah, so that's, I guess, what we wanted to get at today. Sounds really simple. And I think it's hard because we want to encourage people as much as we can, but it's such a common saying to just unfollow, but it's very, very true. It's so easy to do. Just do it. Agree. Do you have any other tips? Well, we did touch on it earlier about the time limit. Oh, yeah. Things. Look, I think it can be helpful. Definitely. I have the setting where it just shuts off all the apps. I think at like 10 o'clock at night. Because, yeah, I stay up quite late. <laughs> People are probably like, Tim, why are you on your phone? <laughs> I'm getting better. Um, and it does definitely refrain me, like, just tapping on whatever apps. Because, yeah, I feel like we get in the habit of literally just going on our phones and tapping in, like, this natural rhythm yeah. without actually realising. Yeah, like, you don't even know what you're doing. You're just, like, Yeah, just searching for something to buttons, yeah. jump out at you. So that's definitely helped to a degree. It hasn't fixed at all. But in terms of, yeah, my screen time where I've noticed a good decrease is in the little moments of the day. So when I'm making breakfast, when I'm eating food, not going on my my phone, Um, going to the toilet, like don't take your phone with you Um, on the bus or not that I ever catch public transport, but yeah, just like the little moments of the day where you forget that you're just constantly checking your phone or, yeah, like lining up to go into a class or at uni or, for example, like yeah. just actually look up for a change and speak to the people around you, you know, like just consume the stuff. Yeah. Or even like when you're a passenger in a car, get off your phone. <laughs> like yeah, have a chat. Look out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think one way that I've been trying, failing kind of a little bit, but doing much better than what I was mm. is trying to um, start up my reading again because oh, yeah. I used to be a really big reader when I was younger and yeah. then I haven't read for ages but I'm really starting to get back into it now um, 
because I just I actually do really enjoy reading mm. but again it's just time that I'm not on my phone yeah. and actually you know consuming yeah something that's not a little Instagram caption or yeah. something like that yeah um so that's one way that I've been trying to do it which I would encourage because reading is it's really, really quite fun yeah <laughs> I I don't know if I spoke about this before just never been a reader I've always hated reading books which is a shame because I actually really for example when I go to the beach I see some people just take their books along yeah I want to do that one day and I've tried I think I just haven't I haven't found the right book yet and it's a work in progress it's definitely not for everyone yeah I'm really trying but again it just comes to this fact that like I just can't sit still I feel like reading is hard because there's it's just up to your eyes and your mind whereas I need some sort of like I'm struggling at the moment because it's like I can't sit still I'm trying to I'm still trying to focus on the five different sources of media <laughs> while reading a book, but you yeah. can't do that when you have a book. Yeah. I think um, in addition to, let's say, Alex getting back into reading, it is just about finding those hobbies mm. that perhaps you've neglected for a while. I know last year um, I got into like painting again. It's just so fun. Like it's a, such a sweet little hobby and, um, you know, you don't have to be an artist or anything. Why am I saying things so funny today? don't have to be that super talented person but it's very kind of it's like a form of meditation almost for me is just zoning out similar to um I don't know it could be it might be something creative but yeah when I do go to the beach it's like put your phone away just lay down like just look around people watch I love people watching so that's what I do um what else are some ideas got a bit blank here I guess excuse me like how I went and played tennis on the weekend, like just mm. doing little activities, fun activities like that. Yeah. That got me off my phone when, to be honest, I, if we didn't go and play tennis, mm. I probably would have just been yeah. on my phone doing stuff. Yeah. So that got me out of the house, got me active yeah. and got me off my phone. Yeah. So, yeah. I think also maybe we should tie in the fact that often when I am deep diving into my phone, it's because I am bored or I am burnt out and I just don't want to actually do anything productive. That is when going for a walk and I love walking. I'm like (laughs) almost... Yeah, I found that if I am like saying, for example, studying and I just am not taking in anything that I'm reading a simple walk around the block or 10 minute walk does the job. It kind of just like resets your mind a bit. So that could be an also a really good strategy. Also, I actually saw something on Instagram that was a really cool. <laughs> oh my God. Did he send that to the picnic? Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> I actually saw something on Instagram, which I really liked and I hadn't heard it before. Um, It was only go on your phone when you're standing up. So never go on Instagram or like Facebook when you're sitting down. Have you heard of that before? Sorry, I was just replying to Tristan. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I actually have heard that before. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and it was such a simple thing and I was like, that's – Really good because often when you're sitting down, you're 
forcing yourself to say to stay seated yeah because you're locked into your phone, your phone. but when you're standing up you're kind of like oh I'll go on it for like five seconds because I want to do something else yeah like, yeah I have gonna... heard this before I think I have tried it for a day right okay I haven't tr- I have I'm no, pretty I sure tried I it. tried it it would be really cool though to just yeah. get into that habit of when you are sitting down trying your absolute best not to go through those apps that you get sucked into Mm. and instead if you do want to obviously we're not saying you have to quit every single app on your phone because frankly that's not that's not going to happen yeah unless you're that person that's like i'm going off instagram for two weeks (laughs) message me if you need me (laughs) that's that's me (laughs) people legit do that i mean good for them i wish i could do that i personally can't I mean if I really really tried I probably could but again it's just the FOMO the fear of missing out yeah I didn't mean to sound like a bitch (laughs) oh George's true colors no no I actually that I'm gonna delete that that's really bad (laughs) that's really bad it came off like sounding like I just oh that's really bad anyway it's um, okay bestie it's fine oh no I'm flustered yeah, so that would be a cool thing if people haven't heard that before. Going on your phone when you're standing up only or as much as you can is a good way to minimise your screen time. Um, other things are, yeah, looking at the apps that you are spending the most time on and trying your best to switch that around, I guess. So, Or the other thing I did was actually remove the apps from my home screen. So you can delete the app from your home, like home screen. Yeah, without actually deleting it. Yeah, and I didn't know you could do that. So I did that a while ago, which has been good because you have to (laughs) – So sounds so stupid, but you have to actually search for the app, type it in, and then that's how you can get into it. So it's just another kind of roadblock for you to – Perhaps yeah, have prevent. to like actively mm. rather than just like mindlessly like, oh, I'll go on this up now because I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably all the tips we have. If you guys have any tips on how you've minimised your screen time, we would love to know from two girls who are clearly spending way too much time on their phone. <laughs> but hey. All right. We're not the only ones. No. So yeah, we'd love to know. Um, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope it was useful for you guys um, and you appreciated our honesty because, yeah, I didn't really want to disclose how many hours I was spending, but here we are. <laughs> and we're doing – we're helping other people. <laughs> we'll justify it like that. For the greater good. Yeah. If you did enjoy it, please give us a rating and review. It really helps our podcast. Follow our Instagram page at the picnic pod and both of our Instagram handles for the both of us are in there. Chuck us a follow too if you're feeling generous. Um, we'll catch you next week for our Bye. next episode. Bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this podcast was recorded on Gubby Gubby Land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you'd like to support us, join our Facebook group, follow our Instagram and leave the podcast a rating and review. 